Um, right, so I mean, I guess we're live. Yep, all right. You ready to be live, Teague? Let's fucking do it. Let's fucking do it. Um, so yeah, welcome back to Nuke Talk Radio. Unlike the title of this week's topic list suggests, it's not episode 61, it is in fact episode 63. That's what I thought. I was like, <laughs> dude, I think you're wrong, man. Again. Yeah, that was a blatant typo. <laughs> uh, I apologize. Um, That's your job, man. Listen, Teague, it's a pro bono fucking volunteer oh, podcast. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like, oh yeah, you know, uh, yeah, fucking yeah. subtitles. Well, <laughs> you know, when Netflix starts paying me to do their video game related podcast, okay, yeah. which you know could happen one day. I mean, we do hear about them getting into video games. They do already have a podcast made by enthusiasts of their real time, not real time, the oh. right, like the the real. What do, Don't they have a show? Reality TV shit. Don't probably. I feel like they have an actual show. Well, what I subtitled was. What was it called? We have the receipts, which is two sort of like one of the one of the people is Lauren Lauren B Hamilton from Love Is Blind season two. The other guy is some radio host. I think he's done he's done radio shit before. His name's Chris. Okay. I can't remember. I can't remember his name. Chris something. And it's actually pretty good. Hmm. I mean, like, if you, if if what you want to hear is a really is a long form dissection of what's good in reality TV which is not something that I nope. like would like to tune into but if that's what you want did you say love is blind yeah what is that you don't know what love is blind is no. oh my god oh I was thinking about where to even start there was another love one, on the spectrum there was another one on Netflix it was like a bunch of like young attractive people and they, they they're not supposed to fuck or something they're on too hot to handle too hot to handle and I just remember <laughs> on the thumbnail sort of thing there was this magnificent camel toe. Um, and I was like, it's like, that's really like in your face and like big. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, I'm surprised that that is there. Very shortly after, the title covered it. Hmm. They switched it up. Somebody must have noticed. It was Somebody like, must have noticed. God damn, that's, that's some serious fucking camel toe. Guys, maybe edit out the camel toe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at least on the fucking like the thumbnail thing. Yeah. You know, I yeah, mean, no, maybe if you click on it, whatever. Yeah. But then it's fair game, kind of. Sort of, but like. Well, for a show called Too Hot to Handle, but people try not to fuck. Right. Which is like one of the dumbest things ever, but like, you could see what they're going for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> but like, Jesus, that, I don't know. Anyways. It's disturbing. It was a beautiful camel, thing, I have to say. It was phenomenal. It's like, goddamn, good for you, Netflix. Nine on ten camel toe. Very fucking progressive of them. Come, come for the, come for the dating. Stay for the camel toe. Yeah. Wait, there's a tagline in there somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, so welcome back to New Talk Radio, episode sixty-three. I'm Joshua Osborne. With me here is Teek Anderson. Teek, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, thanks. And you? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. I'm, I'm a little out of it today. I'm getting tired. It's a lot of days of working straight, but uh, that will be. F I mean, this weekend I'm not working. So that's great. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm sure I'll come back to normal in like a, a, cu a couple of days after this weekend kind of thing, you know. Fair enough. But um, yeah, no, I'm good. I mean, uh, I'm I'm happy to be re recording today. It's a little slice of normalcy, you could say, in an otherwise very busy time. And um, I'm excited to talk about some games. There's some uh, new games. I mean, I'm, I mostly just sort of... Um, I mean, I guess we can just leap right in. Like, one of the things I wrote down for general discussion this week is just... Like I was telling my buddy Matt over the weekend, a couple weekends ago, that was an eventful weekend, man. Yeah, we talked a lot of video games. I got to play Returnal, which, like, you know, then consequently got me to buy it. Mm -hmm. Like, I also started playing Chain Echoes right around then. Anyways, uh, but we were talking about just how I really feel like it's a... Uh, I mean, I don't know... Like, I haven't stacked up the year against other years in games, like, say, 2022, 2021. I mean, 2022, it's hard not to just sort of get completely overwhelmed by... I was going to say Bloodborne, Elden Ring. Mm -hmm. You know, like Elden Ring sort of took so much of the conversation there. For sure. And so it should. Yeah, and so it should. Uh, and we'll talk about that later. Um, but 
I didn't contrast it directly to other years, and I don't have a good head for like what's a good year, what's a bad year. But like honestly, I mean, so we're 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 March first today, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're March first, currently out. A lot of which we've discussed already. I mean, this is in chronological order. Some of these don't mean shit to you, but um, they're all notable. Uh, Fire Emblem Engage. I mean, I can't stand that series anymore, but a lot of people like it. Right. Um, it does numbers on Nintendo. Fire Emblem Engage is a big game. It was well-received critically. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush, which is like sort of like an indie darling that's went on games, X- Xbox Game Pass that I heard a lot of people talking about. Okay. Kind of no idea what it is. I just know that like it's different. It's weird. It's by the company that did Evil Within, if you remember that game. Yeah, yeah. Then there was, then it comes out with the big guns. There was Dead Space Remake, Metroid Prime Remaster, Hogwarts Legacy, Atomic Heart, Wild Hearts. Wild Hearts is that uh, Monster Hunter-esque game by EA. And then Sons of the Forest is already out now. And Sons of the Forest, by all accounts, we'll talk about that later too, has been doing really well. Uh, People seem to really like it. And then, I mean, right on the horizon, we've got Resident Evil 4 Remake. I feel like already in those games, and most of them are, we're talking AAA stuff too, Mm -hmm. really big AAA stuff. RE4 Remake, March 24th, Dead Island 2, now April 21st, Jedi Survivor, Survivor, April April 28th, Uh, Redfall in May, that's a question mark, but Mm -hmm. it's certainly kind of a different product. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom in May, Diablo 4 supposedly in June, who knows if we'll hit that, Baldur's Gate 3 uh, featured in the state of play August 31st, it's pretty big, mm-hmm. I don't know, I mean, and that's, you know, gosh, yeah, it's, and it's really just sort of the first half of the year. You know? Yeah, yeah, um, it's, anyways. Just, it's just funny because like, I'm not going to play any of these games. Not, I mean, maybe Sons of the Forest. Wait, yeah, I take it back. Maybe yeah. Sons of the Forest. But looking you gotta at try Sons of the Forest. Everything else, I'm kind of like, yeah. I mean, and there is possibilities to a couple of others, but I, I have to be drunk or something probably to buy it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, in my right mind, I, I don't see it I mean, happening, you know? You know me, I'm an enthusiast, but like, me too. I mean, I'm not going to play like, mm-hmm. I'll play a handful of games like I usually do. I tend, I'm also, even when I was, like, I'm, I'm on a budget now. I was on less of a budget before, but even when I wasn't on a budget, I'm still the kind of person that's sort of like dives into something and just plays it ad infinitum, mm-hmm. you know, until the next big thing kind of thing. Yeah. Like yeah. I've al- I've always been like that. So I'm not going to play too many, too many of these either, but I got to be honest, it's really nice to have this much quality stuff to pick from. Yeah. And I mean, even, you know, say a game like Atomic Heart, which we'll, again, we'll discuss later. It's like, it's getting pretty mixed critical reviews. It's clearly they're good enough that it's still quality. Yeah. Whether it's a quality it's a you flop. appreciate, certainly, yeah, it's certainly not a flop. Yeah. Um, I mean, just so many things that are like so high quality. It's kind of like I don't know. It just uh, it feels like it's going to be a good year. I don't know. It so yeah. far it really does. Yeah. I mean, and, and really, like RE4 remake is probably going to be extremely good. I think it's going to do incredibly well. Mm. Um, so all that to say, you know, I'm just kind of. I feel like it's a good... It's already been going pretty well and we're only in March. <laughs> March, yeah. <laughs> Which is so, kind of impressive. Pretty crazy. <laughs> pretty crazy, yeah, yeah. I wrote this down. I don't even know if I feel like talking about it now. Journalistic bias in games when people get review copies. Yeah, you know, I think it's a... I don't know. Personally, I think it's a good thing. You think it's a good thing that journalists get review copies? Yeah, not that they're biased. <laughs> it's kind of like, for sure, for sure. Although it's like... But it's know, obvious, right? Of course, of course. Um, I, I wrote it down because... A conversation I had with Matt uh, that I, it's just, and I, it's not something I think about usually. I think he, he was like dropping me off the train station and we're talking about skill up and he was saying how, he was talking about, I think the skill up 
Hogwarts Legacy review. Okay. Or him talking about Hogwarts Legacy. Because he covered Hogwarts Legacy in his news segments, you know, this week in video games. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt's a huge skill of fan. I think he watches, like, almost all of his stuff. Well, almost all of his news stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, this week in video games. Right, right. And uh, he's selective about the games. Well, fair know. enough. I mean... He just watches the one he's interested in. Exactly. I mean, but apparently, yeah, he was saying that like skill up. It sounded like he was a little butthurt about um, not getting a review copy for Hogwarts Legacy, <laughs> uh, and it's just it was a funny conversation I was having with him that was pretty amusing, and it only just got me to think. I've never actually stopped to think about the fact that like I yeah I consume a lot of skill up stuff. I really like him, and it never even occurred to me that he gets review copies. It's something I've never thought about. You know, and it just it made me think for a second, I guess because, you know, Matt was talking about specifically in the context of he was feeling a little butthurt about Hogwarts Legacy. So that clearly influenced his coverage of the game. Mm -hmm. Right. Because then consequently, you know, we do not see a skill up recommends or doesn't recommend about Hogwarts Legacy. Fair. And I feel like the game's high profile enough to warrant. I feel like it's the kind of game he would typically do. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, at the quantity that he does, I feel like enough people probably do send him review copies and Mm. time wise. Why would you spend $90 on something and all of this time if they don't actually want you to review it? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I suppose. If they don't yeah. feel like you're... You what? mean the company or the Yeah, fans? if the company doesn't the company, send him yeah. a copy, yeah. then it's kind of like, well, okay, I just won't give you guys more publicity. I mean, that's fair. I mean, I feel like like from my perspective, if I was skill up, which I'm really not, uh, I mean, I'm not like a famous you know YouTuber, right? But if I was, I would just get it anyways because... I mean, it's it's important, and that like for me that would be good enough reason. You know what I mean? Like, I guess it's I mean, part of the conversation. It's important. It sounds like it's good. You know, also like, that's a big thing too, right? Um, a lot of people are talking about it. Like, I mean, he tends to review games that a lot of people talk about. I feel like, like even although I was pretty surprised with, I mean, Aliens Fireteam Elite was kind of not that many people were t- like people were talking about it, but not but, that many. No, you know? yeah, um, I don't know. But most of the high profile stuff. Yeah, he, he does. usually he does. covers. And it just it got me to think about it in a way I never have before, and I was sort of like it made me co- sort of consider the aspect of like, should I care if someone gets review copies or not? It's it, it's like, and I don't even know if I do or don't. It's more like I literally hadn't thought about it before it was pointed out like that. Totally fair. Totally fair. And it never occurred to me that it could like alter, like it, it might be like someone might get buttered enough about. Uh, a particular treatment they get about from some publisher or something that they might actually not want to review something. And I just thought that was interesting. Well, I, yeah, I think you're right. Um, I think they probably would get butthurt. But at the same time, they might be swayed into giving it better reviews for getting it for free because they got it for free. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, yeah. And maybe he reviewed another game they did not so well and they were like you know what we're, we're not going to send them a copy this time like fuck that who the fuck knows right it's yeah, totally yeah, yeah, up in the air I have no knows. idea this is nothing yeah. but speculation oh but, of course of course of course but I mean it all makes sense you know that like you would get a little pissy about it you know and just be like well fuck you then you know I'm not going to uh, do I'm not going to invest all this time and effort into something that you don't want me to clearly you know, I'm, with I mean, a little bit of a pout, you know? <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Which would be funny, too, because he's not a very pouty person. <laughs> no. Uh, I would, I would kind of like to see that. Um, but it's funny because the only real problem, I guess, is when you... Like what happened with Skill Up, when you mostly get review copies and then suddenly you don't. Because mm-hmm. if you always get review copies, well, then it's kind of like it's all the same, right? Like, But I feel like if you do get a review copy, you probably are obligated to do a review. 
I mean, they might not say it off the bat, like, you have to do one, but... Certainly tacitly implicit. I mean, why would we send you one if you're not going to do it, you know? I don't know. It just it's, it's funny because it's like, yeah, the only time that I could see that it would bias you is, like you said, like if you suddenly don't get one and then mm-hmm. you're like, mm, fuck right. you guys. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, Who knows? It's nothing but uh, just thoughts is, on it. Right? Yeah, Let no, me. it's I really just, I thought it was interesting because it's something I've literally never thought about before. <laughs> Fair enough. No, until you <laughs> shot that question. No, yeah. yeah, yeah, the concept of, of, a, of a reviewer being like pissed off because they didn't get a copy and then deciding not to review something. I'm like, wow, that never occurred to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, usually I, I watch pretty mainstream stuff, I guess, like, uh, you know, the sites like IGN. Mm-hmm. Um, I listen to a lot of Sacred Symbols and Sacred Symbols I know doesn't get anything as review. So they're, which is good. I mean, because it's like they're just completely neutral there. Mm-hmm. They buy all their stuff. Like they just, you know. Yeah. But yeah, it's the it's interesting. Someone who gets mostly review, but then every now and then might not, and then suddenly it's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. I don't know because yeah. IGN too. It's like it's kind of like they seem. It's almost like because they get review copies, they're unbiased because they get it for everything. Mm. You know, like because then if you're just getting it for everything, well, it's like. You know, I mean, sure, every now and then someone, I'm sure, has a bias, but, like, you know, mostly yeah. it's probably not. But, uh, anyways, all that to say. Yeah. Uh, well, it's an interesting idea, anyway. Yeah, it's, just it's a, something to think about. Fun you know? fun thought experiment, I don't know. <laughs> I don't um, really have much to say about it, you know? Neither but, do I, really. It's just... Yeah, well, yeah. I was just happy you brought it up, because I'm just like, I don't... I don't think about that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, I guess... Without it out of the way, should we just leap right into the news? Let's do it. Time for some news. Well, on to number one. Uh, Elden Ring Shadow of the Earth Tree expansion is officially in development. So this I got uh, off of IGN. This came directly from from Software's Twitter account. I love how news comes from Twitter now. It is really funny. Blows my mind. Yeah. Makes sense. It does make sense. I mean, what are they yeah. going to fucking rent an ad in a paper that is like no longer, you know, it's only a pretty small group that yeah. get it. And... Um, I mean, it makes perfect fucking sense. It's free. It's free. Um, yeah. People, it it reaches the world. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It it does make sense. It's just it kills me that that's <clears throat> where we get news sometimes. I mean, you al- we almost shouldn't look at it like that because it's almost like because when it's the company's Twitter account, it really is. It isn't a person. Yeah. And, and that's not. It, yeah. No. Sorry. I, I need to. I need to rephrase that a little bit. It it blows my mind that. <laughs> There's news about what people say on Twitter, mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, a, a, a launch on Twitter, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Yeah, totally. Know? But yeah. having news about what somebody said on Twitter is what blows my fucking mind. But I even see what you're saying, though. It's like it is weird that we get this all from Twitter now. It's just that if you think about it, it's it's really no different from what it used to be. Was like the companies would have their own blogs mm-hmm. on the website, right? Like right. that's what right. it would be, right? And it's like it's really just a different form of well, short form blog. Well, you yeah, know. and I mean, you have to actually look at that website to see this news. Whereas Twitter, it's like if you just follow this well, video games, whatever, it's gonna pop up. Yeah, and like again, it pops up for everybody for sure. Um, so it it makes sense. It's a really good free way to advertise. It is. It is and, and announce things. Yeah. So to come back to the announcement, there's really not much to say here. It's it's quite simply. There is DLC coming. I mean, the last thing we heard from Elden Ring, excuse me, the last thing we heard from From Software was, I believe, at the Game Awards, you know, just uh, last year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, end of last year, um, when they were like, there's more coming. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we have more in store for you for Elden Ring, like, kind of a please be excited moment. And this is just official confirmation that they're working on DLC. It's called Shadows of the Air Tree. That's really all that's known. Yeah. I mean, uh, the IGN article I was just looking at for convenience, but uh, there's no release date. They're currently, it's currently in development, they say that. 
Um, they're working on it, and I mean, we'll see. This is the se- I guess one thing that is useful to say, IGN notes that uh, this is the second piece of DLC content added. I, I had completely forgotten about the Coliseum multiplayer update. Oh, um, fuck, yeah. Remember that? Me too. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean... That was added? That was added, yeah. I, t- I haven't touched it in ages, so... Yeah, I mean, that came, and like, I didn't find it in the idea interesting. Hmm. I, I gotta be honest, you know? Like, I'm not it, big in the PvP, so... It's a, it's just a very, I mean, just arena battles, like an easier way to like link up with hostile invaders. Mm-hmm. I feel like could have been, I mean, again, it's like, I know I don't mean to beat the dead horse, but again, I just feel like it could have been a lot more interesting if you just framed it as a covenant. Mm-hmm. Like if you yeah. framed yeah. it, I mean, because it's like you could just have the arena covenant. And yeah. it's like that one is when you join it, it's like you get automatically pulled into like people's games kind of thing, like regularly. It'd be, it'd be so easy to like re- reframe it as like a more interesting lore system, mm-hmm. you know, because the covenants always had like a little bit of story to them. So it's like it's yeah. kind of like a more fun, like a, a simple, like it's just the arena go click on it is a little boring, I find. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, well. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if people actually really enjoyed that, but to me, it didn't really add anything to the experience. Mm-hmm. But like you, I'm also not that into the PvP. Yeah, I mean, I love it when it happens. And like, I hear stories from my gaming group about uh, I haven't played much lately, but they play some Elden Ring. I played once. Yeah, I think we did get invaded once. The regularity with which you get invaded is pretty awesome mm. when you play multiplayer. Oh, it's um, all the time. Yeah, and they told me a lot of really fun stories about their invasions. Mm. And, like, it's super cool, mm-hmm. you know. But I just, I, I would really prefer to interface with that organically through playing. Yeah, I guess. Than going to a special place. Because it's like, it's exciting when it happens in your game. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you just go to the arena and click, let's have a battle, it's kind of like not the same thing. Yeah, no. No, no, no. But um, anyways, so, you know, personally, here's hoping that this maybe has a covenant system. I know that's probably not happening, but I'm still going to hold in hope for it. Um, and even if it doesn't, I mean, I'll be I'll be happy to see what they... What they no, I'm just in. curious what they're doing. I mean... For sure, for sure. I mean, their expansions, all I can say with my personal experience is that they're always quality so far. Mm. Um, they haven't released a single bad expansion. I, I should probably just say I haven't played the Elder, uh, excuse me, the Dark Souls 3 expansions. I have no idea. Okay. Or the Dark Souls 2. Like, those games were kind of just, like, not that interesting for me. Right. I played through both of them, but uh, I wasn't into it enough to, like, want to... Mm. Um, but the Dark Souls 1 DLC, I remember extremely well and extremely fondly. It was incredible. Um, the Bloodborne DLC was incredible. Sekiro didn't have any. Am I missing anything? Yeah, Demon Souls didn't have any DLC. So really, just the Dark Souls and the Bloodborne are the standouts. Mm. Um, people said the Dark Souls 3 DLC was good. I mean, that's what I remember hearing. But um, okay. they've got a pretty good track record for DLC. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like it's going to be solid, whatever it is. I'm curious, no matter what. Yeah, me too. It um, might get me into it again. I don't know. It's been yeah. long enough. I feel like I yeah. could fuck with it. I mean, when I see my friends now playing Elden Ring, I mean, it's crazy, man. Like, Matt has been playing Elden Ring since the game came out. Mm. I think it's his first PS5 game. And he's still on the same run. Mm. Right? Like, he's playing really slowly. But, like, he's, he's now in the... He got me to help him with the boss in the... the Frozen Wilds? No, mm-hmm. that's the Horizon DLC. No, no, um, but the Frozen Mountains yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the Tundra area? The Mountaintops. The fucking... Mountaintops of the Giants. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, he got me to help him with a boss there. And it's like, so yeah, he's at the mountaintops of the giants now. He's like, maybe like halfway finished exploring it kind of thing. Okay. And that's the same file he's had. Like, he's never restarted. That's his natural progression from when it came out to now. Well, it's kind of awesome, right? Yeah. Big like, time. And I mean, it's kind of, it's really, it gets really cool because I've, you know, I've gotten through the game almost twice. Like, I got, you know, one time where we played some with you when I got all the way to Millennia, mm-hmm. and we did Millennia a bunch of times. We still need to go back and beat her sometime, man. Fucking I am, though. I would love to do that. Yeah, I would love to do that. It's been, it's been long enough. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, been long enough that I'm just gonna fucking die nonstop. But we came close, man. We came really close. Mm-hmm. We got better. Oh, fuck like, yeah. There was market improvement. Definitely. <laughs> you know? Definitely. You could track that improvement, yeah. And she started doing some weird shit once we got better. Yeah. You know, where it was like, wait a minute, she's never done that before. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm still not convinced we weren't projecting, but it was really interesting no matter what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure, I can't say. No, no, I it know was for weird sure yeah. she did some different things. Yeah, like, where yeah, yeah. one of the attacks was, like, significantly... Well, she just kind of spammed certain attacks, yeah. um, which were, like... Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Hard yeah. No, by the time we stopped, we were like really, really consistently getting to the second phase mm-hmm. and like sometimes getting pretty far into the second phase. Yeah. Whereas yeah, yeah. when we started, we were only rarely getting to the second phase. Oh, yeah. 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 I got really good at dodging those. I remember at the end, I was like, one or two matches we did, I had... Oh, the, compl- wind, the waterfall thing? Yeah, or like waterfall dance or mm-hmm. something, whatever it's called. I had completely dodged a full cycle of water water, water dance mm-hmm. like three times or something. And I was like really proud of myself. Anyways, but never beat her. Um, but yeah, so hearing him going through it at that pace is like... It just kind of makes me think of it so fondly because it's like I'm reliving the journey of getting that far with... Like through his eyes, kind of mm-hmm. thing. And, mm-hmm. But it's, um, yeah, the game's incredible. And uh, yeah. Mike, too. I mean, he's going through it really slowly. He plays a lot with Matt, I think. And Mike is, I'm not sure exactly where he is, but he's about the same level of progress. Mm. Like, uh, but yeah, it's crazy to see see people who don't play as much hours of video games consistently stick with this product yeah. for a long time. You know, like, like Matt's been playing since day one. I know Mike didn't play since day one. He got it later, but like they both. It's been a while, you mm-hmm. know. Like even Mike, it's been like probably a total of like four or five months since he started. You know, okay. like he keeps just like chipping away, like a little bit by little bit. You know, oh, like nice. Mike's got this weird like dex build too. He's like not using any magic. Cool. He he didn't know he had the blade, the the dagger that does the crazy blood art thing. It's like it shoots like a blood projectile. Oh yeah, yeah remember yeah, that yeah. one? Yeah, Reduvian yeah. dagger or something. Reduvian, yeah. And like he didn't, uh, I, I explained it. He, he didn't realize it had a, a weapon art <laughs> until I told him. I'm like, yeah, it's really cool too. It's like, and he, then he tried it and he was like, opened up this whole new world, kind of <laughs> <way>. <laughs> but didn't realize that he could even do that. Wow, it was really funny. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, anyways, um, so all that to say, DLC coming. That's fantastic. Yeah, IGN notes another uh, little Twitter update. Elden Ring sells 20 million units. Uh, from Software tweeted out a nice little our heart, our heart, our can't say it, our heartfelt thanks for your support and companionship on this journey. Uh, I think it was right about, yeah, it was on the, pretty much on the anniversary of the game. Okay. Um, and they just announced they'd sold 20 million units, which is uh, really, uh, you know, really awesome. I mean, that, that's a lot. Yeah, that's I mean, huge. Yeah, that's, uh, that's really huge. Yeah, in particular for, uh, I mean, I wonder what the most selling from software game is. Holy shit. Apparently Dark Souls 1 has sold over 27 million units. Holy. Of course, that's really old now. Well, yeah. Right? That's like, over, like, what, uh, 15 years? And, and mm, there was a remaster years. and stuff, you know? But uh, that's crazy, man. Mm. But they used to be, like, a... That's really funny. I mean, they used to be not a huge company, you know? Yeah. With, like, really niche games that, like, did not sell very well. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, so it's, it's nice to see them come so far. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, and, I mean, I'm so so stoked for Armored Core... I just can't, mm-hmm. can't fucking wait. But uh, and yeah, Elden Ring DLC, I'll for sure get that. That's uh, mm-hmm. no I'm question. gonna try it out for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't see why not. I hope they do something really interesting, like revamp the system somehow. Like adding covenants would be amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they would have done it by now, so I'm, they probably won't. But it would be lovely. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like any mm-hmm. kind of like neat added system. Yeah, like, could be fun. I wouldn't put it past them. Mm-hmm. No, but um, moving on, number two, Hitman developer IO Interactive working on online fantasy RPG. 
I got this news off IGN, and IGN gets it directly from a statement on IO Interactive's website. On the IO Interactive website, you can see a little blurb about the game, uh, which is pretty much a launching page for a hiring uh, initiative to like acquire more more people who might be who might be uh, interested in working on this. The rumored fantasy game is finally revealed. IO Interactive has announced that it's creating an online fantasy RPG. The Hitman developer is pivoting to a new genre with the new project being inspired by game books like Fighting Fantasy that led readers to choose their own path. I have a lot of experience with Fighting Fantasy game books from my youth. We are embarking on a new adventure. Uh, this is a direct quote from their, uh, their statement. We're embarking on a new adventure, one that expands our creativity, capabilities, and in some sense our identity. Uh, we are building a new world, a new IP, an online fantasy RPG. IO Interactive says in a statement on their website, developer continues, a world and a game built from the core to entertain players and expand for many years to come. It feels familiar, yet at the same time, IO Interactive is going on a journey unlike we have been, bef- like, unlike we have been on before. Company explains how the diversity of roles within the fighting fantasy game books if Nick ever listens to this podcast, which he won't, he played a lot of fighting fantasy, reflects the fighting fantasy game books reflects on how they want to build the game. Tabletop roles such as game master, storyteller, guide, and villain brought everyone together to create unique experiences. I don't have a fucking clue what they're talking about here. <laughs> uh, and I have a lot of experience with fighting fantasy. Hmm. Now, IO Interactive is looking to bring on more people for the fantasy project, saying all studios take part in making all our games, including this new endeavor. People from all over the world with diverse personalities and skill sets are coming together to forge a new beginning. Uh, other projects of note recently, uh, this is I'm getting from the IGN article. In 2020, IO revealed they were working on a James Bond game. I don't think we heard much more about that since then. Later in 2021, it was said to be working on an additional new IP as well, but didn't offer further details. This has now been concretized to be discovered to be this uh, fantasy game. And that's pretty much all there is to say. So a developer of Hitman, um, which... Never interested me. I played Hitman. I tried Hitman Absolution. Uh, I really liked it. It's still not my kind of game. Mm -hmm. But when I played it, I was like immediately understood why people love this game. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have lots of friends that are really into it. Yeah, yeah. I just never got into it. I have a deep respect for the kind of game it is, mm-hmm. and I think I feel like they really go the... They, they sort of go the mile in terms of, like, fleshing out their... Like, they have some of the most interesting and weird sandboxes mm-hmm. to explore. You know, like, they really do that well. And I feel it's it's interesting... I mean, a lot of the verbiage here really makes me think of... The fighting fantasy thing, I gotta be honest, I don't get. Um, because the fighting fantasy game books, they're like... You don't choose your own adventure. Mm-hmm. It's cho- you don't know what fighting fantasy is, right? No. Let me just uh, there's this, like because you grew up in the same time as me. There's a small chance that you might recognize a cover. They would have been around in like in the library in like high school kind oh, of thing. Oh fuck yeah, no, I totally do. You do, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really. It was like a weird flash in the pan phenomenon. They were mm-hmm. crazy popular for a small period of time. And I do fucking recall seeing those. Yeah. I don't know where, but yeah, uh, especially the that, FF logo, especially the one on the left there, Jackson uh, Jackson one? Livingston. Yep, Steve Jackson, Ian Livingstone. Yeah, yeah, no, dude, that I definitely have fucking seen. Which cover have you seen? This one? That one, yeah. 100%. Dead of Night, again, I wish Nick would listen to this podcast, he won't, but Dead of Night was Nick's favorite. <laughs> it's fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> it's like a really gruesome, like, the, the, it's like a demon one in that one. Okay. And it's almost like you're playing a, a really cool, like, sort of like, I don't know, demon, demonic possession horror movie. Okay. Like, it's really dark, and there's a lot of, like, weird body horror in it, <laughs> and like, you know... You're exploring this world that's like getting twist, slowly twisted by demonic forces. Where it's like, to one point, you, you you get in like a weird building that's like a factory, but it's like all it's like all pulsating membranes and like hearts and lungs and shit. It's all bioorganic and like it's taking over the land around it as this like creeping doom. It's a really 
it's really weird, but that that book was amazing. <laughs> Actually, that's that's on my bookshelf in, no in, my, in my house. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. I played it recently. It's, I don't it's think you would have showed me awesome. when I was at your place, right? No, no, for no sure I not. remember that from no. you. Like, and yeah, and they're like on my shelf. They're like they're not on the <laughs> side like yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's like they were they were a thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were a thing when we were in high school. It was like that was the time. But they're awesome, and I played a lot of them. And I don't really know what they're talking about because they they say stuff like. Tabletop game roles such as Game Master, Storyteller, Guide, and Villain brought everyone together to create unique experiences. From my perspective, these are just games where you play as a character and you go through a completely typical RPG thing. Hmm. You know, like, I don't know, like, I'm like, what are they, is what they're trying to say that, because the book is the Game Master, right? You read, the, the Game Master is the book, you're the player, like... Who's the guy? I don't. I honestly just don't know what they're talking about. Fair enough. Um, and I don't get how when you say something's heavily influenced by fighting fantasy, I don't really know what that means other than it's a typical because it's like fighting fantasy is basically just D and D, right? Pretty much, you know. And it's like that's what every RPG is influenced by. So it feels like a weird statement to me. But maybe when the game actually becomes more concrete, you'll be able to tell. Yeah, because I mean, I love fighting fantasy, and those those books were incredible. And if there is some link there, that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. But you know, that remains to be seen. Um, I just think it's cool because you know I feel like it's a really different endeavor for them. It's that sounds super different than Hitman, mm-hmm. but you can see similarities too because it's like the last Hitman was very, from what I, I mean, I'm a, I have a very outside perspective, but from what I gather, was really like, um, was something they built on, like they built the first few levels and released those, and then other levels came later. Yeah. So in that sense, you know, because they were saying it'll be something we can build on, like maybe they're making it a platform in the same way as their latest Hitman game, in the sense that it was like very modular. Okay. And they could add a lot of stuff like post post launch kind of things. So maybe mm-hmm. those added things will be like they add different adventures to experience. Yeah. You know, maybe, and this, you know, this line about comparisons to fighting fantasy where they say roles such as game master, storyteller, guide, and villain, do they mean like that, like, there's like a, one person is going to play the game master and set things up for someone who plays it? I don't know, man. <laughs> I also feel like it's like, it could, this could be sort of like a destiny style thing maybe, where it's some sort of big MMO, everyone's playing together. I have no idea. Well, know, we'll see. But uh, we'll see, man. I just think it sounds interesting. Moving on to number three, <clears throat> Sony State of Play. Uh, so Sony's February 23rd State of Play. Um, I skimmed start? through it. <laughs> I skimmed through it. I couldn't watch the whole thing. I pretty much did the same thing as you. Yeah, it was really long. Uh, I mean, <laughs> well, 46 minutes, I think, or something. It's pretty long. That was like, a little long for me. Well, yeah. given that like 20 minutes of that was a deep dive into a game that nobody gives a shit about, <laughs> this fucking Gotham Knights long ass interview developer bullshit. Yep. I mean, that game is looks fine but it, it, I don't care it looks fine yeah but I, I'm not fine. interested neither you know? am I like, yeah so. yeah. but it's like of all the games to do like a really really long 20 minute deep dive into I'm like I, I get it they're trying to they obviously they they obviously like made some sort of deal yeah you yeah. know but yeah I mean maybe it doesn't look better Suicide than, Squad was like a biggish movie recently-ish sort I of? guess maybe yeah other than you know more so than you know like fucking uh, Baldur's Gate and yeah whatever yeah. else they showed you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so maybe yeah it appeals to a broader or it's more recognizable to a broader audience I, I don't, I don't know, know man I don't know what was going through their head I but think they just paid a lot of money for it probably <laughs> probably yeah <laughs> I think that's more likely but um yeah I mean what did you think of this I mean me too I couldn't I couldn't watch the whole thing I skimmed it um, I was I, I get the impression the public opinion is pretty down on this from mm-hmm. what I see on the interwebs. Yeah. Um I sort of feel the same. I don't know how do you how do you feel? Yeah, no, I had um I was curious about um Baldur's Gate 
Yeah, until I saw this. Okay. And I'm no longer curious. Okay. I have zero interest. Were you curious from a perspective of liking Divinity or of liking the old Baldur's Gate? What was what was getting... I think know? I played like Baldur's Gate on like PS2, maybe? Is that possible? Maybe. Baldur's Gate to me is a PC game, although there was a Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, which maybe? is an action RPG. That might have been what I played. And I it, was, it was on PlayStation... Or I, I think I played it on Xbox, but I think it was on PlayStation Oh, too. maybe it was one I played on. I remember playing a Baldur's Gate yeah. with a buddy probably with a 20, buddy? It must probably have been 20 the... years ago. Um, 20 years ago? Maybe 15. I don't know, but yeah. fucking ages ago. You know, like the another PS3 life. The one. Could it have been PS3, you think? Or, or PS3, Xbox 360 era? It's possible, but not Maybe likely. even Xbox original? PS2. That's possible. To, yeah. um, you know, it I might have know. been the action RPG because you could play co-op. I remember that, yeah. and it was a while ago. <laughs> the, I, I don't. It was know. pretty good. I'll have I to mean, check it out. It's a Diablo kind of game, but it was pretty good. Yeah, I recall. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was like satisfying. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I dug it, but yeah. um, so I was curious what would come of this, but um, looking at it, I was like, oh no, 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 no. But I'm just a bit of a hater on most things, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. Yeah. It's kind of not your... It, it is very traditional RPG, too, right? Dude, like, I like a very... Paper, school. Yeah, I like a very small amount of games. For know, sure. Very few yeah. um, that actually, like, grab me. Yeah. And a lot of them aren't games that I think will. Right. You know, like, the ones that I, you know, that I get grabbed by, often I'm like, no, I'm not interested. And then something happens. Yeah. Try it at a friend's house or watch something, and I'm like, yo, dude. <laughs> I gotta try this. And I fucking love it. Like, Elden Ring. I had right. no interest in Elden Ring at all. Like, I was like, I'm not, no. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Then I went fucking ham on it. Yeah, in um, retrospect, I'm really happy that you, uh, seeing you get that enthusiastic about a game that, like, as it's happening, because the only games I'd seen you be that enthusiastic about before are games that hadn't come out when I was talking to you about games. Right, right. You know what I mean? But, yeah. like, at, to experience that as it was happening mm -hmm. was really satisfying for me. No, no, no. Um, was, uh, yeah, it, that, was, that was neat. It was something else. But again, like, I don't know. I'm just like, I, I really don't play very much now. Yeah, um, fair. I haven't bought a new game since maybe Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's entirely possible. It might be, yeah, it might be. I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to cast my mind back now, but... Uh, it is entirely possible. That might be the last one. Elden Ring was yeah. the last game I purchased, <laughs> which is fucking nuts. Yeah. Like, that's, it came out a year and a bit ago. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, so, <clears throat> I mean, to go a year without buying a video game is like, I'm, I'm not really a gamer. <laughs> you know, like, I That's play some... True. Well, I mean, come on. No. To go a year without purchasing a video game, to me, that's like, you're not that into games. You know? I don't know. To me, I anyway. mean, listen, like, I see what you're saying 100%, mm -hmm. but also, you were always like that, and the reason why I initially wanted to do this podcast was because after talking to you about games, I was like, this is a man who appreciates games. Okay. Whether you play a lot or not, yeah, well, you appreciate them. Yeah, I can. For See sure. what I mean? But I mean, like again, the, the la when I got a PS3, I hadn't really played much, too much before that. A little bit of like Wii Golf or something, you know? <laughs> well, PS1. I went from PS1 to PS3. Right. And I play. I got a PS3 because I went to a buddy's place for lunch once from work, and he had Call of Duty Zombies, and I was like, "This looks right. fucking insane!" Like another level of video games. I was like, "I gotta get it." So I convinced my girlfriend we needed a new Blu-ray player. Right. And I bought a PS3, the gun, um, all kinds of stuff, because I'm like, I want to actually shoot zombies. Yeah. Not knowing at all that you need a 
PlayStation Move, yeah. and that it has to be a compatible game. Yeah. Um, so I just like bought all kinds of shit and was like epically disappointed. <laughs> That's um, awesome. But then it led to other things, you know, and yeah. whatever. But all in all, like, yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I can get hooked into them, but I'm not. It's usually somebody else that hooks me in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they uh, they convince me. <laughs> and <laughs> hell, I'll go balls deep. But like, yeah, like there what? must have been something I bought in the past year. Pro- there there, has to there be. probably is. I'm gonna yeah, check. There probably is. I'm I can't check. remember. The, there probably is. But you know, ten just a really brief, brief tangent because you're making me think of this because of the story about Call of Duty Zombies, but. Mm. Because I've been exposed to a lot of stuff recently through Matt, because he got that uh, his girlfriend got him like a membership to the, <clears throat> you know, the, the extra mm-hmm. PS Plus extra or whatever, like or one of one of the extra tiers, yeah, yeah. which one. Yeah, yeah. And um, he also tried Back for Blood, and he said it was really good. Mm. So that's now on my radar as a as a I'll get this if it's on a big sale. It was recently. I know. Yeah, I, I remember contemplating it and being like, mm. yeah. Well, there's no. a new sale, a March sale. That but just after started. him saying that. Oh yeah, is it on the new one? I don't if know. If it's on the new, one, I'll I'll take a look. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'll need to be a big one because I like I would be willing to pay probably twenty to thirty bucks. Yeah. So I'll wait for that, but I definitely have seen it on that big a sale before, mm-hmm. right? So I know I feel it, like it. it'll it'll come again. You know? mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, he said it was really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a he's he's a really big fan of Left 4 Dead. Uh, we played a lot of Left 4 Dead together, and he's like, it's a pretty dying light too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was before Elden Ring, wasn't it? Was it? Uh, no. Now. No, no, no. No, it was after. Yeah, because when we checked the length of time on games, remember oh, you could check that? Oh, yeah. That was my number February one. February 20- Oh, they're like the same time, weren't they? February 4th, Dying Light, Elden Ring release. Yeah, they're like the same time. February 25th. And it was right there, right around the same time. Which one was first, though? Dying Light was uh, first, actually, by a very small amount. Well, that's big for you because that's that's two big AAA games, mm-hmm. right? In in like the same month. And what I think what happened was you bought Elden Ring after like a month after it came out or something. Maybe, yeah, yeah, that's you possible. First went pretty hog wild on Dying Light. I played the shit out of that game. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I think it was, but it's still. I mean, that's that's, that's pretty two, close. Two giant ones in a small period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got you got your I'm work. I'm a gamer. You got your work cut out for you with Dying Light, right? <laughs> yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. It was big. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, so. Yeah, all that to say... State of Play was kind of lame. What were we even talking about? Oh, yeah, State of Play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, State of Play was kind of lame. I understand how you feel about Baldur's Gate 3. I, I love Divinity. Uh, Jasmine is a huge mm-hmm. Divinity fan, I think. Is mm-hmm. she? Yeah. I can't... She yeah, bugs, she is, yeah. right? Yeah. She bugs, anyway. Uh, Larian Studios are incredibly competent. I actually did not realize that they were the ones working on Baldur's Gate 3. All I know is I don't really have a lot of interest in Baldur's Gate. I did play it back in the day, the original on PC. I liked it. Um, I played that one that we think you're thinking about, mm-hmm. uh, the co-op one. I like that too. Um, it doesn't do too much for me, but anecdotally, I have friends who have talked to me about it, who have been like, oh, did you see that new latest Baldur's Gate thing? Like, they're clearly in- into it. Mm-hmm. And, I, I, and I never put this together before, but the fact that it's Larian Studios who did Divinity, I did play Divinity 1. Um, I thought it was fantastic. It's not the kind of game I'll play a lot. I mean, as in... I won't play a lot of games like that, but when I do want to play a game like that, it was really, really good. Mm. And the combat was, like, super tight. Like, amazing, really satisfying, like, uh, nice. strategic combat. Um, the fact that you can play two players was awesome. I played a, I played some with Joel. He was playing... I think he was, like... Well, he he was, like, an old, an old hand at the game, so he was, like... He took a thief, and he was just, like... 
stealing the shit out of every single thing not both <laughs> down in town mm. while I was like trying to do all the actual story quests and, right. and then he'd just join up for we'd get into combat and it's like he teleports over and we start fighting stuff it was mm. pretty cool like yeah. the yeah. fact you can play the whole thing in co-op not only online but on the couch mm. both it's crazy Very you know, cool. for a small studio I mean anyways so the fact that it's Larian Studios doing it I think is really cool I do think it looks good, and if I was looking for that kind of game and knowing who it comes from, I'd be I'd be super into it. Yeah, fair enough. And I think that comes out. Did they say uh, is it August? Yeah, August thirty first on PS five and PC, I believe. Uh, okay. So that's great. I mean, uh, yeah, I thought that looked cool. And other than that, RE four remake. I mean, nice to see some stuff. It's more like I actually thought I was a little. It was a lot of in game footage of RE four remake, and I was a little like. Eh, it doesn't look as good as I thought. I mean, it doesn't look as sort of graphic fidelity-wise as impressive as I thought it would be. Um, but also, I was watching in a copy shop, and I'm not convinced it's 100% not because of the streaming rate of the copy shop. <laughs> okay, that's possible, yeah. You know what I mean? But Totally. I, I had a little tiny moment of like, oh, that actually looks maybe less impressive than I thought it would. Coming from a perspective of RE2 Remake, uh, which is the last one I played of that style, and I just was so... Like, I never had a moment of, like... I, like From the instant I saw the visuals, I was like, wow, these look amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I never sort of, like, paused or anything. So, I don't think that's... I think I'm I'm crazy with that one. Like, I, I imagine probably it's not... I have difficulty believing that it will not look amazing. No. Given their other, the other ones recently. I can't imagine. Um, but, you know, they confirmed Mercenaries Mode uh, for it, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Mercenaries Mode. You fun. like Mercenaries Mode. Mm-hmm. I'm always waiting for the time... And, I man, the amount of times I've gone back to Google RE3 Remake, because I heard it had multiplayer capabilities to check exactly what I want is just a co-op person like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a mercenaries you can play like didn't one of them have that at some point yeah totally, totally yeah totally 100% I don't remember which one but I remember specifically playing at somebody's house in the Dixie projects <laughs> um, <clears throat> like Duff, Duff Court no the oh, Dixie, Dixie project, project right yeah, yeah. Um, and they I think they were like fucking metalheads or something I don't fucking know but I remember like having drinks and playing this like religiously like yeah. fucking psycho yeah and it was like the most fun i had had up to that point yeah you know in video games with anybody you know it was just like and not like normal people i would hang out with you know sure. it was actually because of daryl mahoney they oh, were really? like yeah, friends of his yeah and yeah. like i don't even think he was into games uh, i think like a little bit maybe but I, like not that much yeah i i was introduced to them through him and like go over to their place and that's all they fucking were doing right. it was like pass the control wow but nice. like co-op shit yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. like 99.9% sure there was yeah. co-op in what's the mode mercenaries oh, mercenaries yeah. yeah I mean they, they keep doing mercenaries modes in their games mm-hmm. but I'm still waiting for I feel like at some point in time one of them is gonna get some sort of awesome like just mm. mercenaries with your friends mode mm-hmm. and maybe it's this one I don't know Yeah. No, even if cool. it's not people love mercenaries mode I'm happy to see it's there yep yep and they confirmed uh, that there will be a demo very soon. Hmm. Uh, that's supposed to come out, I believe, I believe before the end of the month. Uh, so we will see. Yeah. I mean, the actual release date is it's the twenty fourth of this month. Okay. So the demo should be at any time. And I mean, that's a great idea because it's like, like I was going to say later. You know, I think what's going to happen with me in the next few months is like I'm leaning towards Dead Island Two is sort of like the thing I would like to try the most at the moment. But it's been such a big like. There's Atomic Heart. There's RE4 Remake. There's Dead Island Two. These games all speak to me. I think what's going to happen is I'm going to wait till Dead Island comes out, and then I'm going to get the best of the three. For sure. Good call. Yeah, yes. And also, like, 
the great thing about an RE4 remake demo is I will immediately get that and play it, and the only thing that could do for me is convince me more to get it. Exactly. Right? Like, I know, there's no way it's going to be bad, but it's like there is a slim chance that by just giving me a little demo, it'll really push me over the edge of like, wow, that is actually really solid, you know? Yep. Like, because um, I mean, like I'll talk about with Returnal later, all it got was someone showing me Returnal, playing it. Exactly. For yeah. me to completely understand, like, damn, that's a good, that's a good game. <laughs> you know? yep. But uh, anyways, so that's uh, that, that's what I got to say for State of Play. Fair enough. Yeah, me too. It was shit. All right. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't that great. Yeah. <laughs> you want to take a break? Uh, sure. Yeah, we've had some good ones. That was not. That was not one. So uh, we took a little break there. We're back. Moving on to number four. Sons of the Forest releases in early access. This is February twenty third. I'm getting this news off IGN. Sons of the Forest... I mean, it's everywhere, but they have a nice synopsis here. Sons of the Forest sells 2 million copies in 24 hours after entering early access. Sons of the Forest also rose up the Steam concurrent charts, concurrent charts with over 350,000 users playing at once. Uh, after only 24 hours in early access, Sons of the Forest has already sold over 2 million copies. Developer N Night Games shared the news on Twitter. Twitter. Alongside some promising, some exciting things to come in the near future. Thanks to those of us who, is, who have joined us in our early access journey to Sons of the Forest and Night Games wrote, we have sold over 2 million copies in the first 24 hours and are very excited for what we have in store for players in the coming weeks. Uh, Sons of the Forest, which is an open world survival horror game that sends players to a remote island filled with cannibals and other dangers to find a missing billionaire in this one, apparently. Uh, also rose up the concurrent player charts on Steam with over 350,100 users playing the game at once. Fairly impressive. As of this writing, Sons of the Forest is at 255,134 concurrent players and sits only behind... This is meaningless to me without uh, comparisons, right? Mm -hmm. But it's kind of interesting given that it sits only behind Dota 2's 271,400 players and Counter-Strike Global Offense 563,000 players on Steam. Hmm. Um, For comparison, the original game, The Forest, had an all-time peak of 76,226. But that flew under the radar, I feel. It did, but this is really... I mean, it's... it's it's um, The mere multiplicative nature of it itself, right? That's about four times uh, the max concurrent of the first game. Mm-hmm. Is a good e- sign. Yeah, easy, simple indication that it is much. it has much more traction than it did before. Oh, for sure. And of course, obviously, two million copies in the first 24 hours is amazing. For is that a- PC only? Yeah, it's PC only. Yeah. Yeah, Steam only, I believe. That's crazy. For a game... Uh, yeah, I mean, for a game that is as sort of medium budget as they are, you know, like, I, f- I still feel like they're a pretty scrappy small company. Mm-hmm. And the first game was released with such little resources, you know? Yeah. Um, I think, like, for a company like them, it's just incredible, yep. you know? So, I mean, they are, it's worth noting that um, it's not a full release, right? It's not the right. actual, but it's early access, which is exactly the same way the initial Forest came out, mm-hmm. right? Um, again... I think that if nothing, the fact that it's doing so well is a really good indication that we will hopefully get the PC, I mean the PS5 port, PS4, whatever, current systems mm-hmm. as soon as possible, which is great. Um, I think that numbers like that means there's more of an impetus than anything, than, than rather than ever before, to get it out as soon as possible on consoles, to mm-hmm. capitalize on that like you know momentum, yeah, um, which is fantastic for. And I really only give a shit because that means that we may be able to play it faster. Yeah, <laughs> but um. I'm a little concerned about the PS4. Like, there seems to be more and more games now that are, fair enough, PS5 only. That's right? true. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. Maybe it will be PS4, but it might be time for me to uh, jump on the wagon. I mean, the bullet. at least they're available now. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can forget about scalping. Yeah, but um, I probably would buy a scalped one. 
Cheaper? Way cheaper. Ah, okay. 650 tax Well, in. if they're actually available now, then that makes sense. Yeah, 650 tax in with the fucking game and whatever. Yeah, and this, that, the yeah. other. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's also one thing to consider is those rumored disc- discless... I can't fucking say that. Yeah, yeah, discless, yeah. Yeah, the rumored discless ones are still theoretically coming, mm-hmm. so that it would be less, you yeah. think? Maybe, right? Yeah. I mean... Well, I don't think you're going to get anything less than 650 after tax yeah you know so again yeah. 650 tax in yeah still in the box with true a, with a game all kinds of shit it seems like a decent deal I got a buddy that just got one and um yeah I mean I'm sort of interested but at the same time I don't really like the idea I, I want to buy my electronics from a place I can return them yeah you know like so I might yeah. pay a little more for that ability but at the same time I also might wait for a pro, you know. You mean a PS5 Pro? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I did Tough hear say, there were some rumors about that. Sure. And um, I mean, I've never been a pro guy mm-hmm. in the sense of like the idea of a PS4 Pro didn't appeal to me that much. Okay, well, the day, but the, this is the first I've heard of this, or the first thing I've known of uh, difference, or the first game where there was that much of a difference between the four and the pro. Mm-hmm. Arc just released Battle Royale. Okay. It's PS5, PC. And PS4 Pro, uh, not PS4. Interesting. And maybe uh, Xbox too for sure. sure. But yeah. Um, yeah, not the base PS4. Hmm. And it's like Jesus, that's huge. You yeah. Know, like a whole game mode. Yeah. That isn't available, or that is available to me because I did upgrade to a Pro. Yeah. It's like that's pretty dope. Yeah. And this yeah. just happened like two weeks ago. Right. But I mean, I guess to put it into perspective too, it's like that is really dope. But at the same time. It's taken this long in the cycle of the consoles. Like, the new mm-hmm. one is already out mm-hmm. by the time something comes out that can't run on PS4 but would run on Pro. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you can really look at that from either uh, you yeah. know, from either angle. Yeah. The other thing, too, is a lot of people probably will want the Pro when it comes out, and I might be able to snag one of their PS5 secondhand off of them for yep. significantly cheaper, or That's find one in GameStop. That's a great point. Yeah. 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 So. I mean, it really comes down to the games, right? Like, <laughs> when that game finally comes out that you're like, it's PS5 only and I actually do really want to play this, then maybe it'll get you. I mean, I, mean, I did. I was really interested in Hell at Loose. That is PS5 exclusive. Right. But it wasn't enough to make Which me buy one. Which one is that, man? World War Two. Right. Weird. Looks a lot like Hunt. Was that the one with the radios, the communicators and stuff? Like, There's all kinds of weird stuff, man. Yeah. Like, it's... Uh, I forget how many people are on a map, but it's a lot. Yeah. And, like, different positions, and you could, like, radio in, and there was some building, too, and I don't know. I have a buddy that played the hell out of it, and um, sings his praises a lot, but huh. um, from videos I've seen of it, I'm like, <clears throat> a guy shoots somebody, and I'm like, what the fuck was he shooting at? Like, I didn't see anything, you know? And yeah. it's like, I think you have to be a few inches away from your monitor or screen <laughs> to be able to see, like... Uh, Check it out, anyways. Hell at loose. Hmm. And, Interesting. Uh, I know how you feel. You know, it takes that. Like, if I hadn't gotten one as a gift, would I have gotten one yet? Like, what is the? I wouldn't have got one for Demon Souls, even though I would love to play it. I've already played Demon Souls. I wouldn't have got one for Deathloop. I definitely wouldn't have got one for Returnal, although I'm fucking loving it. Elden Ring, I would have played on PS4. Have I even played anything that's PS like that I really would have not been dying to play that's mm-hmm. PS5 exclusive? I don't think so yet. No. You know? no. So it's down to come. I probably would have been in the same boat as you. You know, it's like it would have required that finally that one game that I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I really want to. Dune. If Dune is PS5 yeah. only, I'm buying it. That's a good. Uh, that's instantly. A good one. Well, no, not instantly. I gotta see a review. <laughs> is Dead Island Two? Uh... 
Yeah, it's like, I mean, there's there's ephemeral games on the horizon that will be exclusive to PS5. Mm-hmm. Or, but they're not here yet, so it's like, why? Yeah, why, why and I yet? don't yet know if they'll be good. Yeah, you know? No, so no, no, no. Tough so to I don't say. You know? Spend yeah. this money on something that's still a gamble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, well, anyways, um, all that to say, Sons of the Forest doing extremely well. Really happy to see these numbers. Way to go, End Night Games. Fucking awesome. I haven't looked at too much about the game yet. I kind of don't even want to, in a way, because I don't really want the spoilers. I mean, we love The Forest so much. It's kind of like a... It's, it's you know, it's the inaugural episode of this podcast, right? Like, we love The Forest so much. Like, I think I sort of mostly want to go in completely blind, if possible. Or mostly blind. Well, I don't even have a problem supporting them because of The Forest, you know? Even if I don't play it yeah. much, I'm still like, you know what, fuck that. These people deserve yeah. whatever, yeah. you know? Everything I've heard so far seems very good. Mm. You know, I haven't seen a single person being negative about the game, so I'm really excited. Yeah. I mean, and I've seen, I've also seen some screenshots from just like various places that I see and I'm like, damn, that looks good. Mm-hmm. You know, like someone just being like, like, I, like, there's a lot of IGN snippets of like, um, you know, how to find the flashlight or like how to find XYZ. Mm-hmm. And it'll be how to find the flashlight and then like the, the screenshot will be a person with the flashlight shining it on this like crazy monstrosity that mm. I'm just like that looks so fucking scary mm. and like I don't know man yeah I've heard some stuff that it's scarier than the first one too which yeah. is mind boggling to me yeah the only thing they have I... a fast travel system with a zip oh, line oh I didn't realize that yeah. I don't know it's interesting well, I don't know much but it sounds fucking cool man mm-hmm. I can't fucking wait yeah so I'm just I'm really happy to see that it's being successful I'm happy for the company and I'm happy for me because it means I'll get it faster yep <laughs> Moving on? Yep. Moving on to number five. Atomic Heart is out. Uh, game came out February 21st. And, I mean, this is, you know, old news, but I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to the game. I mean, I've been talking about this for a really long time. Uh, I'm sure everyone who's listened to this podcast knows how much of a fan I am. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I have not bought the game is unexpected. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, the game has been reviewing fairly well. IGN gave it an 8 on 10. I read that review. I thought the review was pretty interesting. Skillup has a do not recommend. Skillup has a very positive do not recommend for his do not recommends. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like a it's a do not recommends with a lot of good stuff to say about the game. Right. And it's also worth noting it's got a 71 on Metacritic which is interesting. The reviews for this game are more divisive than I've seen for a game in a long time. That's out of 41 critic reviews on Metacritic 2, which is like rather a lot. Hmm. It's rare that you see games that get like almost 10 on 10s from some people and like 4 on 10s from other sites. And including everything in the middle. I mean, I don't know. To me, it kind of makes sense with this, with Harry Potter, you know, with this much controversy around it. That some people are going to review bomb it. Right. I'm going to hate on you it. You mean you the... think that Atomic Heart also has some review bombs? Yeah. So, but... I don't think that's what it is in this case. Well, I don't know about necessarily yeah, like, review I mean, bombing, right. but people that are just biased about it being like Russian, you know? Maybe, but that's not the impression I get. Okay. I feel like, I mean, there's a lot of nonsense going around in media with like the fact that it's Russian. That drives me insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> including when I was listening to Game Scoop recently, um, one of the guys said something that annoyed the fuck out of me. And like it really <laughs> like... It soured me so... It was just like, I can't believe I'm listening. I mean, it's it's not... It's nothing big. It's just like... The way he just casually shat on the game, because it was Russian, it was like so like... I just had a moment of like, what are you doing, man? Mm. Like, it's a fucking game. Like, what are you doing? You know, it's just... Yeah. The sort of like... The way people talk about it in certain circles, it really... It, it just... I can't... 
it feels so narrow-minded and like it's like you know he was like he said something just really dismissive along the lines of like oh i'm just like uh, uh you know give, given the you know the, the the state of the world like i'm just like not in the mood at the moment i'm like what like okay and it's like you know call me crazy but like i had a long conversation with my girlfriend about this and like the best comparison i can think of is it's like you know call of duty glorifies the u.s military that had a from most people's accounts, a awful war on whatever the Middle East for like forever, mm. you know, that's like recently been mostly like somewhat shut down, but mm-hmm. they've been involved in that for like ages. And it's like, that's fine. Like somehow you never have to talk about the fact that like Call of Duty glorifies that. Yet the one time a, a Russian game comes out, it's like, you're, oh, you're, you're disappointed. You're, you, you're not feeling it because it's mm-hmm. like, because it's comes from the same place that has this war going on, even though these people probably have nothing to do with this. Th- yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just, it's such a narrow minded viewpoint and like it, it, it really drives me crazy. No, you know? I'm with you. I'm it's with just you. like the way he's just so dismissive about it. It's yeah. like, man, like dismiss it because it sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, don't, don't dismiss it just because it's Russian. I mean, no, it's just silly. Oh, come on, fuck. You know, and and you know, to clarify for people listening, like I am very opposed to the to Russia's war on Ukraine. Yeah. I don't like it. I wish it would stop. I don't you know? think anybody like, does. You know, exactly. You know, like, but it's like it's just a game. Mm-hmm. I can't find. And the irony too is that like what like, what this you know Western yeah that's what that's what, that's what drives me nuts is 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 just western people talking western journalists talking about the way they talk about it mm-hmm. you know yeah anyways um so all that aside sorry to go on a little rant there but um i i, th- I thought skill ups review his his don't recommends was really really cool i would strongly recommend it to anyone who is curious about the game to go check it out um he does an excellent dissection uh and the main reason why i'm not playing it right now is because well i'm trying to be budget conscious with my games and like buy things i actually really want to play mm-hmm. that's number one and number two is the shit that he was saying in his video. I was just like, this completely makes sense. And like, I think these things would bug me too. <laughs> and it's just enough for it to be like, I still think the game looks extremely interesting. I think still think it has an incredible art style. Like I'm really into the, just the background and theme of it, mm-hmm. you know, like, and I, I do really want to try it, but I'll, I think I'll wait for a sale. Yeah, you know? fair enough. Uh, and like I said, again, you know, we've got the trifecta right now of Atomic Heart, Resident Evil 4 Remake and Dead Island 2. Currently, I want to play Dead Island 2 the most. Um, I really hope it's going to be good, but I'll get one of these three games. For sure. You know, for sure. I gotta, I gotta, I, I need to pace myself too, because I'm, I'm already working through two games anyways. So yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no rush, you know? But yeah, so all that to say, I'm happy it came out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I do still think the, it like saddens me in some way that I'm not playing it right now, but at the same time, I, th- I think the game looks really cool and does have a lot to offer. I think the mixed reviews, if, if, if nothing else, they show that like there's something here. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's like probably the reason for the highs and the lows that like for some people, what's there is really working. Other people, not so much. No. I think skill up is kind of on the not so much side. Yeah. Well, which, you know, that's fair. fair. Yeah. Anyways, moving on to number six, Dead Island 2 has finally gone gold. Uh, so this is, this news is February 13th. I'm reading off a summary on IGN. News came from Dead Island's official site. <clears throat> I want to say not on Twitter this time, but <laughs> actually from a news update on their blog on the website. Okay, okay. <laughs> Although maybe there was a concurrent Twitter announcement. Yeah, I'm sure there was, you know. So, But li- listen, they had a blog. They have, they have a news article there. <laughs> so it's a little old school in that sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, Dead Island 2 has finally gone gold. That means the game is, without the sh- beyond the shadow of a doubt, actually coming out. Not only on time, but they moved the release date up one week. That's weird. Uh, and I wonder if it's maybe to get out of the way of, for a game that's probably going to be pretty buggy, I feel like it's almost a bad look to move the release date up a week because it's yeah. going to invite criticisms of why didn't you just 
use the extra time to yeah it almost yeah it's the problem it points a finger at it for people to be like but could you fix some bugs though (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know um and it makes me wonder if maybe it's just to get out of the way of because if i believe if i'm not mistaken yeah jedi survivor got bumped from april from march 17th to april 28th Hmm. which was the exact same day that island 2 comes out and it makes me wonder if it's not actually 100% just to get out of the way of Jedi Survivor. Okay. Because I can't really see another reason to do that. Right? Yeah. But um, for whatever reason, uh, they bumped it up by a week. April 21st now, one day before my birthday. That's awesome. Hmm. I, I'm i really cautiously optimistic about this game. Yeah. I can't fucking wait for it to come out. <laughs> I'm so excited. I, n- I did notice that IGN has a preview that I haven't gone through yet, but I probably will. That sounds pretty positive. Okay. What I've seen of the game looks like it's got potential. For whatever reason, I feel like it's get, it's going to work. Hmm. I don't know why, um, but I really hope it will. Yeah. I mean, this game has had a you know it's had a rough track record, <laughs> but uh, can't wait to see what they actually yeah well, can you know can they pull something awesome off or not? I mean, we'll see. But uh... yeah, the fact that the first one like I loved so much, even though the reviews are so tepid, mm. just, like makes me think that like probably this will be the, hopefully this will be the same thing. You know? Yeah. Who but, cares uh, about the reviews? You know. If it just... Well, reviews are a useful tool, but... No, but I mean, if you enjoyed that so much, and it, you know... 100%, 100%. Regardless of the reviews, yeah, like, yeah. fuck the reviews. It's like, if it just gives me an open world to explore with some guns, with classes, skill trees, and the potential to play multiplayer, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to be pretty excited about it. I'm hesitant to watch reviews of stuff I'm super excited for. Like, I think it's a good idea because I don't want to waste money, but at the same time, I don't want to taint my view on it by the reviews, you know? I 100% understand. And I'm kind of like, yeah. mm, I don't know. I'm torn. Yeah, yeah I, I kind of like that. I do feel that about Atomic Heart. Mm-hmm. Like, part of me is like upset that I watched it's it. like spoiled mm-hmm. now, you know? Mm-hmm. Not spoiled, but just like that there's existing impressions. Yeah, yeah. Right? I feel you, yeah. I mean, it's like if I had infinite time and money... Then, yeah, no doubt. I would never watch Rookie. Right? But unfortunately, you know, limitations, mm-hmm. right? But, uh, yeah, I feel you, man. But I feel like not... Well, I guess they are reviews, but the Skill Up recommends stuff, like, those are those go way deeper than most. Yeah, they go pretty deep. You know? Yeah. And yeah. I feel like it's worth watching if you're on the fence about something. Yeah. But maybe not if you're super already excited for it. Yeah. Maybe just fucking go for it. Then it's, What I like to do is, like... Like, when Dead Island 2 comes out, like, the day it comes out, the day review embargoes go up, it's going to be me going to check if it has above a certain number, and then I'll look at the blurbs, just the blurbs on Metacritic, mm. they take that one snippet. If the types of words I read are the right types of words, I'll immediately buy it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I try to read just enough to mm-hmm. be like, I think there's some quality here. Let's go in. Yeah. You yeah. know, but I'm with you. Yeah. It's like... I feel like it taints you, you know, a little bit. The only times I can do that for me is, like, a game like Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I just trust the developer so implicitly that it's fair like, enough. forget it. You fair know? Like, I don't need to see anything. No, that's like, very, you know. super fair. Yeah. yeah but uh, anyways, all that to say, can't wait, couldn't come fast enough. Yep. And uh, I'm happy to see that it at least, you know, it went gold. We know it's going to come out. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're not going to delay into 2027 or whatever. Oh, we'll you know see. what I mean? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, so let's move on to what we've been playing. Yep. I've just been playing a bit of Ark. That's it. But um, yeah, the person that uh, got all of us, our group, back into it, and, you know, whatever, has abandoned us for to become a wizard. Your fearless leader. My fearless leader. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he went off to the wizarding world and uh, left us, but um, now we've got some more people joining up from other games that, uh, I don't know, man, I don't know, could be fun. And it's official PvP servers now. No, no, we're on official, no, we're on boosted PvE. 
Oh, okay. Actually. So it's like way more laid back. Um, okay. And fuck official. I will never play official again. So you did something that you were telling me that you played one official oh, no, I recently, played... right? Mm. I thought you were just saying like you're, the, one of the games you were playing was on official PvP. Oh, yeah. No, that was a while ago. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Bye-bye. when uh, Gen came out. And then they had Gen 2, Crystal Isles, and I think there's been like five maps mm. that have come out since that, pretty much. That's one thing. There's like non-stop content that comes out for ARK. Yeah. Crazy. But... Um, yeah, I did official once, went really ham on it, but uh, fuck, it's like, it is your life, you know, yeah. like, it takes everything, and I don't want to do that again. It takes stupid long to do things. Yeah. Like, raising something, one dinosaur that you do fucking need, the Giga, I believe it takes two weeks of doing something to it every eight hours as it's being raised. Wow. Two weeks. And what if you fuck up one of the eight hours? Well, then you miss out on start some of the... Start the whole thing. No, no, you don't start out. Oh. It gets like a, you imprint on it every eight hours, so it might want to go for a walk, be fed food, something. Something special. And then it'll boost the stat by a little bit. It's not as giga as it would be otherwise. Kind no, of thing. no, exactly. <laughs> I but I mean, it could also put that boost into something completely useless like oxygen. Right. You know, well, you're never going swimming with this fucking thing. You can't right. swim. Um, so there's a chance. I mean, you don't really... You can't really compete against other players unless you have a hundred percent imprint. Right. Um, but two weeks every eight hours. That's a that's a lot. And I mean, you can freeze it. <laughs> you don't have to be on for two weeks every eight yeah, hours. Like yeah, you yeah. could, whatever. But like you just need to come back regularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, like there's you you can just freeze it and keep it for a couple of days and not do anything and not miss out on anything. But like fuck, I mean yeah. that's insane. Yeah. And. Uh, for all that to be lost because the game blue screens in the middle of something, um, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing that again. Man. That um, makes sense. Yeah. No, so I'm on boosted now, and um, taming is super fast. Everything is super fast. Harvesting is easy. It's just pretty much on easy mode, yeah. you know, and um, and you can't really lose everything. Like, Let's you focus on the gameplay because kind of. it's PVE, so, right? Like yeah. um, it really is just fucking around with friends, being idiots, doing mm-hmm. dumb shit, and uh, yeah, I mean it's it's been sort of fun, but um, no real. There's no real need to grind like a psycho, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> that, that sounds reasonable. I, I don't. I don't. I don't want to get a call or a message at three in the morning saying, "Oh, get on, we need help." Oh. <laughs> and then you don't, and then next day all your shit's gone. It's like, do you think you're gonna get that message from the people playing tonight? Oh no, 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 that can't happen. Oh, this is the PVE, right? This is um, yeah, gotcha. first on PVE that can't happen, but right. um, and we're not on official, so even if theoretically it did happen, I could be easy enough to get more shit. You know? Yeah, um, I see what you mean. But again, I just I'm not doing that again. Man. No, no. <laughs> I think it might have been during COVID. Maybe it might have even been that before. Would make sense. I don't remember, but it just took too much time. Yeah, and um, yeah. I don't want to spend that amount of time on a video game ever again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know how you feel. Like just yeah. no. Um, yeah. I think so. that I feel that way a little bit about Destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed the Destiny, you know, they had the new thing, right? Yeah, Lightfall mm-hmm. was in the state of play, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that looks great, you know. And it's like I went through, I did like a half hour rabbit hole of like googling, you know, what is like what are the current weapons in Destiny? Mm. Something like a week ago or something. And I just after a while, I was like, yeah, I can't get, I can't get into mm-hmm. this again. You know, nope. it's like, no, nope. no, nope. it's cute, and like I remember why I liked it, but like I can't get in that loop again, man. It's no. too. It's a 
predatory fucking loop. Yeah. Like, it really is bad. Yeah. And, like, um, gaming addiction is bad, and it's like, you know, actually, that's something that um, I was thinking about recently. I wouldn't mind doing, like, a gaming addiction fireside chat sometime. Yeah. That could be fun. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I really struggle with that a lot, and it's like, mm-hmm. it's just a fun topic to explore. Yeah, I'm definitely know? down. I mean, but um, games in general, you know, it's like, even the ones that aren't predatory, it's like, it's so easy to get caught in the loop kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I mean, to, to bring, you know, to, to ground it, like, I would much rather get caught in a loop that's just me at least enjoying the content of the game. Right. More so than yeah, grinding materials tedious or like, fucking you know, nonsense. raising a dinosaur oh. or doing a weekly bounty for Destiny that I... It's like a daily bounty that I have to do every single day, you know, mm-hmm. that to, I don't want to do. Just to get this, to, to be able to compete in this, and it's like, Just to oh, make numbers go up, oh, no, you know? No, it's no, like, no, no, man, no. I'm not, I'm not for that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like, even Marvel's Avengers playing with my brother, like, which is something I intend to come back to, it's like... I'm just, I'm playing to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's dumb. It's stupid. It's like, but I'm mostly Perfect. just playing to hang out with him. Yeah. And that's it. You know. And that's the same thing with there. I'm just playing to hang out with people. Well, for sure. Yeah. And yeah. that's it. Like, yeah. I will not turn it on by myself. Makes sense. But I have convinced two people that never played it before to join in this playthrough. Jay <laughs> is one of them. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, he played like twice. Never came back. And then another guy made it to our base. Said it was too laggy. Couldn't play. And then just uh, stayed there. I think he was drunk when he bought it, actually. <laughs> he joined the party and, like, he was asking about it. I'm like, dude, you're going to fucking regret buying this. Um, <laughs> and he's like, wow, it's only 20 bucks. Wow, whatever. And then the next day, he, I see him in the base. It's like level two. I'm like, what the fuck is this body doing? And you're like, what the fuck? And I talk to him and he's like, oh, yeah, no, it was too laggy. I mean, it, it's laggy, sure. Parts are worse than others, but, like, too laggy to play i'm like send me a, send me a, a video clip you know yeah i want proof of how bad this is um i don't believe you <laughs> but it does have its problems for sure anyways yeah so what have you been playing well i'm actually i mean i'm i'm excited to for once have a completely different list than the usual mm-hmm. stuff that i have which is pretty rare for me but um i'm playing two games I also wrote this down here. Quick Wanted Dead PSA. <laughs> wanted Dead public service announcement. After the reviews for Wanted, Wanted Dead came out, right after we recorded our episode, it was like the next day, I think. Mm-hmm. I feel the need to tell the audience, like, it looks like a very bad game. <laughs> this is something that I suspected when it was coming out anyways, but it's like, and I, I do still feel that, like, it can have some stuff to offer, but also the fact of the matter is this is a $90 game mm-hmm. that is very bad. So just nope. be warned. No. Nope. And like after those reviews came out, I actually was I was thinking that maybe it would be like a forty or fifty dollar game. You know, so my perspective was a little bit more from like I'd be I'm more willing to experiment with that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, for know? sure. Also for what it is, it seems like that would be a lot more appropriate. Eighty dollars it's maybe it's just eighty, but whatever. It's a, a really lot. big ask. That's a lot. For something that is not very good. You mm-hmm. know, like that's sort of like really janky and like I still believe that like Wanted Dead has a cool atmosphere and like I dig some of the vibe, even though it's like terrible dialogue and like mm-hmm. it's got a lot of weird Japanese elements that are just, you know mm-hmm. weird Japanese elements. <laughs> but um Anyways. It looks god awful to me. <laughs> I I really did. I genuinely thought it looked good. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, be warned. I would feel really guilty if, I, if someone bought it <laughs> on my advice and was like, "What is this garbage game you're recommending me?" Um, but the actual games I'm playing: Chain Echoes, Returnal. I mean, I was I had the unusual pleasure to hang out with my with my buddy Matt over the weekend, and it was really nice. He showed me a bunch of stuff. He's been. I mean, he's been talking to me about all these games he's trying on. I want to say I was about to say Game Pass on a PlayStation Extra, PlayStation mm-hmm. Plus Extra. He was like, "Do you want to try Returnal?" Uh, I'm like, 
Yeah, that was a game that I've always looked at that I've never been... I have hesitated on so many, like, 70% off sales on Returnal mm -hmm. and never been able to pull the plug. But, like, when someone actually just proposes, like, I want to try it, do you want to sit on the couch and play with me? I'm like, 100%. You know? And, like, it was crazy, man. Like, within, like, within 10 minutes of us booting up this game, I was like, what is this insanely quality product? Like, I was immediately mm -hmm. just, like, completely spellbound by the game. It's almost like the Metroid we never got. It has so many Metroid vibes, man. Like it's, it feels a lot like this is the new Metroid game. Like I know it's like it's not exploration in this. It is exploration, but it's not like a story exploration like right, Metroid. Right. But the just just the, the sci-fi feel of the planet, and like it's a weird planet with like this weird ancient alien civilization there that's like all dead. Mm. You know what are these monsters? Why are they there? Like you crash land on the planet in a spaceship, just like in the beginning of Metroid. The story development of the game is amazing. Like, there's very little story, but what story is there is extremely compelling. Hmm. Uh, it's really, really cool, and it's like the main character, like the fact that you die and restart, the fact that you return yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's 100% worked into the story, and like she's seeing echoes of her other lives and being like, what's going on here? She's finding audio logs from other past selves that have died already, kind of thing. Hmm. So, there is a really cool story that's like, I don't know where it's going to go, but like what I've seen has been like amazing in the game. And it's just, it's so fucking fun to play. Hmm, and it's, it's shockingly fun to just explore this alien environment, which is random every time, even though it's like, it's partially randomly generated. It's like the environments are like super beautiful and evocative and like, hmm. and you, you explore them a lot slower than you'd think you would for a game that's really just action. Right, right. You know, like right. it's just a shoot 'em up. Yeah. Pretty much. You know, like it's a third person shoot 'em up with guns and bullets and it's like, I almost don't know what to say about the game other than it's just really, really fucking quality. Hmm. Like, and it's like, if you, I mean, yes, knowing what I know now about the game, I don't think that the price it was, it was, it was at launch was too much, hmm. you know? But I never would have gone in at that price point right, right. without intimate knowledge of what it is. I know. You know? But like, after seeing it, I was like, I'm going to buy this like pretty much immediately, I think, you know? Fair enough. Just so happened I was, I got lucky. It was on like a, 40% off sale, 50% off, something like that. And it was an extremely reasonable price of like 47 And I'm like, holy shit, 100%. Like, yeah, for sure. Did co-op with my friend like immediately after we got it. Like it works great in co-op. I can't believe they patched in co-op in a game that was 100% single player before. Mm -hmm. It's almost like, it's not, I mean, okay, it's not like Ghost of Tsushima, but similar in the sense right. of just unexpected free update after that's like really changes the game somehow. Yeah. Super awesome. Like, oh, uh, cool. so I mean, if anyone's been on the fence about Returnal the whole time since it came out, like, just fucking try it. Mm -hmm. It's so fucking good. Like, if, if the idea of what it is appeals to you even in the slightest, it's like insanely high quality, man. Wow. Like, the game design on display is like fucking just top notch, you know? Like, it's kind of 10 on 10 for me. Yeah. Wow. Like, wow. I, I honestly don't. It's like the only reason why it could not be a 10 on 10 is if you re are not really, really not in the mood for what it's doing. Right. But even me, it's like I wasn't in the mood for the game style it is. And after trying it for a little bit, I was like, damn, this is like hmm. really fucking solid, you know? Nice. Yeah, nice. It really, it captivated us for like five straight hours. We, we played for five straight hours, just like couldn't have been more happy. You know well, what I mean? Like, that's pretty good. Five, anyways. Five hours. Like, yeah. Oh, man. Like, yeah, it's like that's all it took me to like, I think it took 20 minutes for me to be like, mm -hmm. wow, this is like a pretty solid, solid production. And I mean, especially from the company from Housemark, which I didn't realize is now... I mean, I'm sure we covered this when it happened, but I've, in my mind, forgot. Like, is actually a Sony-owned party now. So it's a, so a first-party game. Mm, you know, they okay. own Housemark, And the guys that previously did Dead Nation, Alienation, Resogun, to go from those types of products to this. Like, it's, like this feels so AAA. And, like, it feels such like a PS5 launch title. Like, it's a perfect launch game. You know, anyways. Um, so, yeah. Returnal's amazing. 
and also Chained Echoes. Like, I finally tried Chained Echoes after my, my buddy Joel gave me, like, all these recommendations. He was telling me all sorts of good stuff about it, and Chained Echoes is, like... First of all, these are the perfect games to play together because Returnal is very pick-up-put-down. Right. And Chained Echoes is a really deep JRPG. I mean, I've been going on for a while, so I won't say too much about it, but Chained Echoes, it's a game that's 100% an homage to the Final Fantasy VI, Chrono Trigger, and even contains like direct homages to certain scenes in those games within its, within its package. It's exactly in the style of those games that I grew up on, mm-hmm. which I haven't played very much of after the fact, other than going back every like five years or so to revisit them. Mostly because no game, like they're not actually that good if you play them today. Right, right. They have crazy story and like they did stuff that at the time was really impressive that I loved. And it's like mostly, you know, nostalgia, emotions. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are good games, but like when you see new JRPGs, they're not like they playing them today it's just not the same mm-hmm. you know and they usually they just have like really bad dialogue they like they miss the mark with like the characters the story it doesn't grab it doesn't tug at the heartstrings you know yeah but this game it's like if you took the ones that are frozen in my mind from the 90s you remade them today with an inc- an incredible story you fix every single problem that the previous games had and you really make a game that has the sensibilities of like 2023 with all of the style intact from the early 90s RPGs. Right. It's absolutely phenomenal. Wow. And it's like, it, it, it's so fucking good that just by playing it, it shows you how complete and utter garbage all those games are. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. any of the JRPGs made since that are trying to recapture that old stuff, even Octopath Traveler, which is a really well-received game, kind of looks like dog shit compared mm. to Chained Echoes. You know, it's like Chained Echoes is so much better than it that it makes you understand that, like, there's a huge gulf of, like, between, of, like, really <laughs> solid game design here and, like, something that's mostly just playing on what we remember from our... Right, right. You know what I mean? Anyways, all that to say, Chained Echoes is, like, one of the coolest things I've seen in, a in like, a, a dog's age. It's, it's, it's so satisfying to play an indie game that harkens back to what I loved about indie games when I first started getting into them. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's this is again, this is kind of like it's a solo developer. His name is Matthias Linda, I think. It's a seven year in the making project. And like you can feel the love, you know? The worst thing about this game is its art style, and it's still pretty nice. <laughs> you know? Like, so if anyone's interested, if anyone wants to play, if anyone wants to see what is a good JRPG, like try, I mean, just try Chain Echoes. Yeah. It's not expensive. It's like 25 bucks. Like it's fucking insane. Like, it's just so fucking good. Like, I mean, Jasmine should play this game. Like, she lo- doesn't she love... Is she not a... F- oh, is she actually not a JRPG in the Final Fantasy sense fan? She loves more Final tactics. Fantasy, but... Yeah. Man, she might... Like, I mean, I, in my opinion, anybody who likes this genre, even remotely, it's like... It's just so fucking good. Yeah. Hmm. But, anyways. So, all that to say, different games, I'm excited to say. And uh, they're great. You know, like that's another big reason why I didn't play Atomic Heart is just like I, I am unfortunately was blessed to be playing some like really quality stuff lately, and it's just like you know, fair enough. It's tough to you know when Skillup says a lot of really reasonable sounding objections about a game, it's hard to uh, you know. He's worth (laughs) listening to. Well, it's hard to want to put that over all the other good shit. But that's it for me. Do you want to take a little break? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, we're back. Apologies for the interruption there. We, there was some... Uh, some za. Some some delicious Cucina San Leon. Mm-hmm. Some delicious Cucina San Leon pizza, uh, which I got to be honest, really hit the spot. Uh, and uh, this beer, which is also hitting the spot. Nice. So, you know. <clears throat> 
So we're coming back. Uh, the show's pretty much done. We just, uh, we had a really quick, I wanted to do a really fast rapid fire. Just a couple things to throw out on people's radars that I thought looked interesting. Uh, so without further ado, insert reload sound here. Uh, number one, Infernax official. <laughs> I was going to say, is it, do I say do or die? That's obviously what they're going for here. Mm-hmm. But, um, Infernax official do or die multiplayer co-op update. The Infernax company Berserk, they are actually from Quebec City. Okay. So it act, it really makes sense, the French jokes here, mm-hmm. which I kind of appreciate. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, Infernax, you know, that's a game. Do you remember what Infernax looks like? Mm-hmm. I played the shit out of it. Yeah. Right. No, I'm pretty sure I do. Yeah. I got pretty into it. Infernax is like a solid, it's like a solid eight. Okay. It's in the style of Castlevania 2. It's doing a really good job. It improves on the gameplay. It's got really crisp gameplay. It is 100% an NES homage game. Mm. So if you if you don't want an NES homage game, it's not going to satisfy. But if you're in the mood for that, it's a really quality... It's a pretty quality product. Yeah, so I mostly just wanted to give a quick shout-out to Infernax because I like it. Uh, and also, this update is actually pretty interesting. It's like... Um, they do some weird shit, man. Do you remember the, the... I can't remember if we covered this or not, but they did a Halloween update... Where, for no fucking reason, they just add Jason into the game. <laughs> As a play, whereas, you know, you're, you're like Belmontian, you're like, it's Castlevania. Right? Mm-hmm. Simon, you're like Simon Belmont. And they threw in Jason in a weird Halloween update that I'm just like, what the fuck are these guys smoking? I mean, it's kind of like I... Semi-appreciate, but at the same time, just like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, to- totally kind of appreciate, but I'm like, what? Why? It's so strange. So he one-shots Jason? Oh no! This is J- you Jason. are Jason. Okay. You are you play as Jason with a shotgun with a shotgun. What? Yeah, <laughs> and I guess a baseball bat. Is, it, is that what you just machete? I, maybe machete. Yeah, it's gonna be a machete. Anyways, so these Infernax guys are just really, really weird. Hmm. Uh, that's evident in the game. The game is very weird and has a lot of strange, like really cool occult sensibilities. Hmm. Like it's got uh, like the art style for the way the demons are like fucked up and have like faces in their stomachs and shit is hmm. like really, really nice. It's just they they have a good taste for the the visual, right? Um, and this seems oddly appropriate, even though it makes little to no sense. This Jason, so I saw this Jason update before. It didn't say much about it, and then this new update, I just think is again. I'm kind of like, what are these crazy Infernax guys up to? But I like the game, and I feel like yeah, it's a good reason to jump back into it. And if anyone's thinking about trying it, it's really cheap. It's a good indie game. Like I, I really had a, I had a really good time with it. And the update itself is. I mean, again, kind of like Returnal, they just suddenly add in two-player co-op, which is, like, totally Pretty awesome. Pretty cool, yeah. It's really cool, yeah. I mean, it's, like... And the, the player, too, is, like, different, also. Okay. Like, yeah. the second player they add, like, has, like, different abilities, different moveset, you know, different upgradable skills. So there's, like... It's it's not just the same thing over again. It's, like, something new, also. And then, at the end... What the fuck? Contra. <laughs> so they've done it again, also. <laughs> they just added in Contra-playable characters to the game, too. What a bunch of weirdos. They're so fucking crazy, but... <laughs> You got to take my word for it. The game's actually pretty good. No, you know, it's not. it's a really solid game. It's not expensive. It's a two man team. I think it's one artist, one game designer, programmer. They're really talented, and the game is a really nice homage to Castlevania Two: Simon's Quest. If you if you were into that, I loved Castlevania Two: Simon's Quest back in the day. This is a much better version of Castlevania Two: Simon's Quest. Cool. Very playable today. So I think that's kind of neat. On to number two: Raven's Watch Early Access trailer out. So this is a game that I had not heard a single thing about. Yeah, this is by Pastec Games, which is from Lyon, France. We're, we're really doing the, we're doing the French today. And they're previously of Curse of the Dead Gods, which did fairly well, I think. Hmm. It's another indie game that I know very little about, but they have a couple things under their belt already. 
Um, I think Raven's Watch looks really good. This is a, again, Raven's Watch. It's a top-down Diablo-style you know, sort of action yeah. RPG. I think the art style is really, really nice. Um, it has sort of like a gothic, you know, tales of like Victorian-era novels sort of monsters. Yeah. It's got like, you know, werewolves, ravens, that kind of shit. Uh, you know, sort of like a little Edgar Allan Poe-ish. And I just think, I, got, I honestly think the action looks pretty crisp. Like, here's a playable werewolf, for example. This game has four-player co-op. You really just... I mean, if you if that kind of type of game interests you, like, check out Raven's Watch trailer. It, that, that says it best. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the art style is really... I really, really dig it. Um, I think the action looks super good. Pretty crisp, yeah. It looks also very, like, a, kind of Hades-inspired. Like okay. I, I feel like Hades paved the way for more games like this, which hmm. is a good thing, I'd say. And, I mean, four-player co-op, unfortunately, it's only Steam at the moment, but it, it eminently seems like a game that could... Really easy Cross to get a console, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, it looks like it would fit perfectly on console, the controls and everything. Totally. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think Raven's Watch looks really good. Studio has already done Curse of the Dead Gods. They have some chops. Um, I hope it comes out. I hope it's cool. I hope it gets a port. But, yeah, uh, yeah I, when I look at this, I really feel like I could really enjoy playing this with some friends. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it really, it's working for me. Yeah, fair enough. But, um, so I just thought that, that seemed kind of interesting. Moving on to number three. Last but not least, uh, this is a really short list this week. Marvel's Midnight Suns official Redemption Venom DLC trailer. Ooh. So Marvel's Midnight Suns is a game that I've been wanting to talk about more because I, f- I wish it would get more press, uh, success, and limelight. But I also kind of feel like it doesn't deserve that in some ways. Mm. Is this Ma- the one where they all have the weird black costumes? Yeah. yeah. The one where I was like, isn't it weird that they have costumes like this? And you were kind of like, ah, maybe it works. You know, we, mm. were, we were talking about yeah. it at one point yeah, in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do recall. Yeah, it's by the makers of XCOM. Okay. By Firaxis, uh, and I mean they're a really good company. The game, for, for all intents and purposes, sounds like it's a really competent, actually even very different, and like I don't want to say groundbreaking is like a bit grandiose, but like it does some different stuff with its turn-based system. Mm-hmm. Like it has a weird card-based system. It's okay. a little different from most of most stuff. I think it's not like you collect cards. Just right, like, right. They frame the abilities as cards. I think. Right. Um, and I, I mean, I think the Venom DLC looks really cool. And really the only thing keeping me from Marvel's Midnight Suns and kind of, I guess, why I wanted to discuss it was because it looks like a really solid game and it has amazing mechanics, really good graphics, is a fantastic sort of just Marvel mashup, you know, and like it looks like it has really rewarding combat. But I, I listened to a really, really long skill up breakdown on this and it's clear from his uh, his synopsis that it has the same shit that the, the current Fire Emblem games suffer from, hmm. which is like... In Fire Emblem, you have to go back to the monastery between battles and, like, go and, like, talk to, like, everybody. Mm. And build relationships with everybody. And spend time with people. I feel like that's sort of like DC Universe, almost. I never... I, I don't know much about that oh, game. It's it like might a be. PS3 game it might or be. whatever. I've uh, heard of it, for sure. I, I messed with yeah. it a, little, with a buddy on it a while ago, and, like, I did not get into it. But Interesting. Buddy really did. And I feel like that was a thing. You fight, and then it's like, oh, you gotta go back and talk to him, and then him, yeah. and then him, and then him yeah and then him oh wait you skipped one of the options oh fuck you got to talk to him again yeah and it was like jesus christ man and i mean in skillop's breakdown he talks about how like wolverine has to like go to book club with captain america to like talk about the novel they just read and like reminisce about it and it's like the it's the dumbest shit you could imagine and what really mystifies me is like what's our obsession with putting this shit in games like fire emblem at least it had some elements of that going back to the original days, but it's like, 
I don't understand this shit at all. Hmm. Like, to me, that's the reason why I'm not playing Fire games, Fire Emblem games anymore. Right. It's not because the turn-based combat's bad. It's fine. It's it's good. It's just as good as it was before, if not better. <laughs> but the... like the, Don't want to deal with that. Yeah, the shit... Like, the way that the games don't respect your time, because the stories are both, A, like, the stories of the developments you get, maybe the overarching story's not bad, but the story of what happens in the monastery hmm. is the most inane puerile shit you can ever imagine hmm. you know and it's just, it's just awful it's straight up awful and it's like and i hear people on like uh, uh you know i sometimes hear journalists talk about these type of games and be like oh yeah i just skip the dialogue for everything like yeah i'm just hitting the skip button and i'm like why are we not more hard on things that make you skip it's like that's bad that's bad you know what i mean mm-hmm. like chain echoes I skipped the dialogue by hitting the A button once by accident, and I deeply regretted it. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I really wanted to know what he, what he had to say. Yeah. No, and no. I have never once thought that about a Fire Emblem game. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. And the only problem with Marvel's Midnight Suns is it's that it's still that thing. Hmm. They took that, and it's like, and XCOM didn't even have that. That's what, It feels kind of like it was like a necessary addition because of the Marvel license, maybe. Maybe, yeah. I don't fuck, like, maybe they had some pressure to do that, you know, like... Or some pressure to pad out the game because it like, but by all accounts, like Skill Up also says it's very long. Like it has it has a lot of missions. Hmm. You know, like uh, like if anything gets a, like a little long in the tooth at the end, kind of thing. Shit. Um, but I mean, anyways. So all that to say, you know, Midnight Suns is something that I find fascinating, and it's really a shame that it's not better than it could because it could be. I mean, it has all the right ingredients. Mm-hmm. It has a fucking massive qual- like it's got a really quality company. Fraxis knows their shit. You know, the XCOM games were amazing. They know turn based. It's got awesome Marvel characters everyone loves. It's got a kind of interesting, different, somewhat unique system that goes against the standards of the genre. And the only thing stopping it is that Wolverine has to talk to Captain America <laughs> about fucking book clubs. And that's really tragic. You know what I mean? It is. It is. <laughs> Anyways, so I saw the DLC and I'm like, damn, it looks amazing. Like, I would fucking kill to play as Venom in a turn-based Marvel game. Like, that sounds amazing. But then I think about all the other stuff that you have to do. And yeah, forget about it. And I'm just like, no, I can't do that, you know? No, right (laughs) off. Still, the idea is cool, and like, I don't know, maybe someday we'll get these kind of games without sort of all the... The bullshit. All the bullshit, but I mean, gosh, you know, it's just, it's so sad when like, things that are, have so much potential get sort of like... Just kind of buried in a lot of like really poor dialogue choices. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Unusual stuff. It's like, it it really makes me think, like, who asks for this? Mm. You know, who actually, like, does anybody actually want this? Yeah. That's uh, questionable. Yeah. It really is questionable, you know. But, anyways, I mean, that's all we got for you for uh, this week. Um, It was a quick rapid fire, you know, but uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, do you have any closing comments, (laughs) questions, concerns? Not really. Thoughts, ideas? No. No, nothing. Nothing. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, you know, that was fun. Yep, I had a good time. Well, have a good one. Hope you all enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. Catch you later.